Kuf Mem Amid Beis at the bottom of the page. That means page two eighty. This is the Chitas of Friday. Okay, this is the Chitas of Friday. Now, we spent, I guess, um, three shiurim explaining the idea that although Hashem is everywhere, there's differences between the, the way Hashem's presence is felt by Giloy, because there's different levels of Shechina, there's different levels of Islapshit of Shechina, and there's even a concept called Golos HaShechina. In the last two shiurim, we started speaking about people. The people also have alakus in them, like everything else has alakus in them. But there's enormous discrepancies, enormous differences between the way godliness is in one person, the way godliness is in a different person, um, and so forth. Included in that is also the idea to dominate Yidin. That doesn't mean that when a guy is down and a gidin and a chmon and the Rebish is out of control. It's part of the divine plan. There's something about that that has to do with the Ebishter. Because ultimately, it's Lara Loi, this goy domination, goy domination of a yid, ultimately, it's Lara Loi of the Goyishkeit. But the point is that the same concept of Golos and Golos Hashchino that we have in world, you have in people. And now the Alter Rebbe says, and once we've established these words in truth, hagluyim v'yaduyim lakol, that are revealed and known to everybody, we can return to the original discussion, which was a discussion about anger, that the Rebbe brought to the, the Zayar and the Rambam, and I guess in a certain way also the Gemara, that a person who gets angry is like an idolater, like one who worships idols. Why? Because if you recognize that meaning to say, even though that person is going to be punished for their he made a bad choice. But as far as you are concerned, the Ebishter gave chayas that allows Shimi to curse. So the Ebishter is responsible for the curse in as much as you, the cursed, the cursee, is concerned. So getting angry is thinking that the Ebishter is not a balabas, and this is an even of a desert Okay, so Naxel, in Yenishin, in Yenakas, we can turn to the original point about anger. Point. Right? Why is Avedizara anger like Avedizara? Says Alta, behind the middle of the has to do with Gashmi's things. Why? Two lines in the bottom of the page. Because everything that happens in the life of a person happens in the hands of heaven. In other words, Rabbi Isai, when it comes to Gashmi's, we have no free will. When it comes to Gashmi's, everything is without our free will. Both in terms of the choices we make and both of the terms that the choices people make vis-a-vis us. When it comes to Gvaram Avelam Haza and Gashmis, when we get angry, we're angry at Ebishtas Ashkoch. That's why it's in front However, as opposed to when it comes to matters of heaven, that means to say when it comes to Mitzvah and Avedis, where we say, Chutz Meir Shemaim, Hashem does not mix in. For example, La Frushimi Surah to stop people from doing an Aveda. This reason does not apply. And the proof is from Meshach Rabbeinu Amsal that the Tater tells us that Meshach Rabbeinu got angry. Why did Meshach Rabbeinu get angry? Because he thought, or the fact was, that he made a mistake. Even more than once for Yiktsev Meshach. Yiktsev Meshach in Pashas Shmini about the Soyed 
of Nachshin, you have Vayiktif Meshin Pashas Mates about the, the Nashim of Midian, and so forth. Why did Mesha get angry? Because Mesha got angry about a choice that Yidin made about a matter of Yiddishkeit. And when it comes to matters of Yiddishkeit, when it comes to matters of Yiddishkeit, you do have free will. And because when it comes to matters of Yiddishkeit, you do have free will, the anger should be directed at you. Right? Hashem, so to speak, presented him with the possibility to fulfill this mitzvah. To separate people from doing an Aveda. To bring him a great tzachos. So therefore, Moshe stepped in and got angry because it was useful to get angry. Moshe Rabbeinu's anger served the purpose. It says the Rebbe, ah, however, Moshe got angry. Moshe Rabbeinu's anger is considered a good thing because his anger was directed at Yidin who are when it came to matters of Yiddishkeit. Right? So the Rebbe has followed. Zeo, this is only Yikish Yesh When there will be something gained by you objecting and getting angry. With your wrath and anger directed towards your fellow. If you get angry, right, and you actually get someone to stop doing it, it becomes a very, very useful thing and it becomes a part of Yiddishkeit. The Gemara says that when it comes to Chilul Hashem, there's a bunch of halachas about the Talmud is not allowed to pass in halachas in front of a Rav. But when it comes to Lavrushim, Yisura, all bets are off. There's a place of Chilul Hashem. There's no such rules. But it's only when you even have a remote possibility that your screaming is going to help. What if you know for sure it's not going to help? If you know for sure it's not going to help, then it goes into the same category as Mila Alma. This is the Yibish to test you to see if you're going to lose it. When you can't do anything about it. Again, for example, I would bet that here it's supposed to be Oral, a Goy. He was talking for the express purpose of interrupting you during prayer, which you had in Tanya Peri Chavchas, the Sefer Shabbatim, chapter 28, where the guy stands next to you and harasses you just because he wants to make you nuts. And of course, the nimshal to that is our good old friend. Who's our good old friend? The Yitzhara, who's always standing next to us and trying to get us to do our Vedas. Yeah. In Cain, if that's the case, why would the Ebi to put you in a position where there's something that requires a macho, and you know as a matter of fact that it's a waste of time to make the macho? So why would the Ebi to put you in this position? It says, The only reason for this is, You should strengthen yourself and exist more in your prayer. With depth of heart, with such great kavana, you shouldn't hear the words of the guy at all. And when you got angry at the guy, since it's a case where there's no love, Rishi Misura, this goes into the category of Why? This is Ashkacha Pratis. The Ebishter is interrupting you during davening, and obviously the Ebishter's intention is to make life difficult for you, so you should work even harder. The Daltareb of Ah, however, to reach this level. Where a guy is standing opposite you and harassing you and not letting you be a yid. And you know that you can't stop him. He's just a cynic and a kerach There's no way in the world you could get this guy to bog off. Because his metzius is hell of a hester. So even though it's beinadam lamokim, even though it has to do with yiddishkeit, mila dishmaya, since there's no point, there's no even no possible point of getting angry at the guy, that's a raya, that the Ebish is testing to see your nerve. Right? to reach this level. One needs a great and a very intense 
to reach a madrega where you don't get angry at a guy who bugs you and you have this in Zal. You're sitting and learning and you have one guy who wanders around from table to table and he bugs Bachrim. Sometimes he bugs Bachrim because he's bored. Then he bugs Bachrim because he gets a kick out of bugging. So if you can't stop him, this becomes a case of Lafrushimi Surah where the Abish is saying, uh-uh, this is a test. Because <laughs> there's no point in getting angry at that guy. You have to not be misspoiled. I'll tell you a nice story. A Bachr who's probably four years older than I am, which means he's closer to 50 than to 40. I can't even call him one of my elder Bachrim. He was my Ditsiyurim, the elder. By the time I came to Shiva, he was already in Shlichas. But he was a Masmid, an Achsidish Bachr, and today he's a Achsidish Yid. He. He was sitting in Zal, and the Rashiva came over and talked. The Rashiva didn't waste a lot of time. Able to tame a lavach for them on a shpatzi. Once or twice a week, he'd wander around the base. Maybe stop at a table, mamish kibitz for five minutes, and go to the next table. You go nuts. He would sit the whole day in base. Maybe once or twice a week, he would make a hakofa. And it was already one of those things you knew he was going to come by, and he was going to shtech you, and he was going to answer him, and he was going to answer you. Next. That's how they're going to say this. So he stops by this person's table. And this was a bachur who Mamish didn't waste a minute of his time. And he comes, he starts talking. He's talking, he's talking, he's talking. So the bachur says to him, Reb Plenty Ben Plenty, whatever his name is. Let's say his name is Abedal. Abedal, ich will lenin. He keeps talking. Abedal, ich will lenin. A few times. So he pushed and started crying. It's a story that happened in America <laughs> in this century. <laughs> in it's, it's an incredible story. I mean, it's a it's an edel kite al derachapel tamoydin dekamaisim. You know, you talk about a chassid shabacha. That, that that's what it means. He didn't get chutzpahdik. He opened up a mouth. He cried. <laughs> Disrespect kadanish. That was kind of time. Just when you know you can't help, that's a raya that this is a sign for the mebish. The eighth, how you tell the seders, what's the counsel to have this arousal? To overcome this test where someone is bothering you about the of Ruchnius and the only reason is in Isayin, says the Rebbe, Rebbe, he meinyin the atom from this itself. Kishiyasem Aliba, you'll contemplate in your heart, viyazbein, and then think. In Yenirida Sashchina, you think you have it bad, think about the Shechina. Trachmonas on you that now for five minutes can't learn, think about the Abishta, Trachmonas of the Abishta, the Shechina. He's trapped in Golas. And that just like it's a Rachmanus on you, it's a Rachmanus on the Shechina, many fold. And this gives you a koyach not to be mispoh, so to speak. Fetated, ployment, and descended in a wondrous way, in an indescribable way. Le'eslabish to manifest, nitzu ta'arasa, spark of its light. Me'arasa from its light. Ashi b'chinas golos, which is literally entrapped and exiled, b'techa klipes, and klipes derechal in general, as we discussed earlier. L'achesim to give them life. At this juncture, another aspect of Alakus, you are being gullus along with the clothes that you of Shechina being in gullus. Nitzotarosa, spark of its light, is Mislavish Bukhina's gullus. Prat is manifest in exile in a more specific, in a more local, in a more specialized way. Bedibur goize hamadabed devorim. In the words of this Goy, who is now speaking such words, which are disturbing you from serving the Abishtad, he which is the commission is by You get it? So how's the mitten davenin? And the Goy is bothering you, and he's bothering you just to bother you. So you know, your answer has to be silence, not to respond. But how are you supposed to not respond? So think about the day of Golas. This is your person. Right now, the Abishtad puts you into a Golas. And you're 
Shalata Adam Adam If you're not going to respond to that guy and that guy is trying to be the Rale of the guy in the Goshet, and otherwise you're losing the test of Kalakayas, give it a bit of a disorder. Ukmation is Bayelil. We discussed earlier, and this goy is a personal gola, so you're a personal tefillah. When he says commission is bayal ill, I suppose he means in the shit of the day before, but I'm not sure. And the eight is not to answer him. The words of Hashem are manifest in your words when you're davening. Ah, this was the shit of Lamatishne two days ago, and so forth. And now that this goy is harassing you, this is exactly the idea of Ashashallah to other bottom Larale. Ibishti gives dominance of the man of Klippa over the man of Kiddusha ultimately Larale. So understand what this means. Just like you understand the mystical concept of Golos Hashkina. When someone stops you from doing a mitzvah, that's Golos Hashkina, Nusach, Levi Yitzchak ben Shalom Alevi. It's your own personal Golos Hashkina. That's how you should view it. And ultimately, Larale, the Klippa is going to lose from it. I know this means they This will affect the person should have even greater kavana. Yom could leave from the greater depths of the heart. Achalayishma the Buddha, you're not gonna hear the clipper whatsoever. And when you don't hear the clipper whatsoever, it's Lara Allah, the clipper is defeated. When you're not misspoke from this goy and this goyishkait, you serve the Abishtad. So you conquer the goy and the goyishkait. As they say in Yiddish, Amal Farala. This is the Hezbet that the Rebbe gives of why anger is of a desire. And essentially he says two things. Merely the Yalma, when it comes to Gashmir, you should never get angry because it's Hashkacha Pratis, it's not Bechila. And merely the Shmaya, if there is a point in you getting angry, then you should get angry because Hakobidei Shemaim Chutzmi, Yiddish Shemaim. But if there's no point in getting angry, that's another example of Golos. And when you're not angry, it, you ultimately conquer and defeat and transform the Klippah itself. So the point Al Rebbe says is remember what I told you in, 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 in the destructors against Akedish. The Misnagdim will laugh against Tayrus Abal Shemtev. Abayyam to curse. So we have a short answer and a long answer. The short answer is that what Shimi did is Bashgacha Pratis. And because Bashgacha Pratis, even though he is liable, that's his business. But when it comes to you, there's Bashgacha Pratis. And if when you get angry, you're not believing David Shazab Alabas. But then there's a deeper answer. And the deeper answer has to do with the question that Misnagdim constantly raised against Hasidim. What do you mean there's God and evil? What do you mean there's Alakos and Klippa? And Dalton Rebbe just explained six shiurim, three about Eilimus, beginning in Kufta Matesa Aleph, and three about Nishamas. It's called Gaos Hashkina. Yes, it's godliness in exile. Idem is Nagdem is Taine. So, first of all, the Rebbe says like this The choice of words of the compiler that the Abish Tashkina is Shaira rests in Klippa. He didn't know how to translate the words exactly. And not in Hebrew. He should not have used the word Sharsa. But what he meant to say was Nislapsha, manifest. goes in an exiled state. And this is the meaning of the word, especially when he's a guy, that the Elkus is in a Maimed Dematel of Islapsha, is in a Maimed Dematel of Golos. She asked, and then when you talk not about a Yiddus or Russia, but about a guy who is Golos, but yes, even a bigger Golos. Okay? So the Alter Rebbe says like this, head. One concession I'll make. And the concession is that the choice of the word Hashra was wrong. Because the word Hashra doesn't stop mean that the Ebishtid is there. Hashra means Ebishtid is So the choice of translation 
of saying that in Klippa, in a guy who is a Rosh, is a Shras, a Shechina, he should not have used the word Asha. He should have used the word Hislapshus. And of course, there's different types of Hislapshus. There's Hislapshus, where the Levush is Megala the Malubush, where the garment reveals what's inside. And there's a Levush, where the Levush is master on the Malubush, right? In Kedusha, the garment reveals what's inside. In Klippa, the garment conceals what's inside. But he should not have used the word Asha. This concession I'll make. But you can't blame down the Baal Shem because remember the Baal Shem spoke in Yiddish. But the basic idea that there's a Lakus and Klippa is a fact. And he continues and he concludes and he says, The shouldn't wander that only a small spark of Shechina should still be called Shechina. But what the whole word? The Ebesh the Shechina is in Golas. Do me a favor. The little Chais of the key which is in Klippa is not the Ebesh of Shechina. It's a Nitzat of Shechina. He says, no, a Nitzat of Shechina is called Shechina. We found a fellow Malach. Which is a creation and not godliness. It's called the baby to say if uh, a being, even if it's only a malach, is involved in a shlichus, it's called a vaya. is not a malach. Shechin is a lakus. So the smallest needs of a lakus, when it's involved in helping the baby run his world, it could be called Shechin, even though it's a Nitzitz of Shechin. So the Altarebbe answers the Baal Shem Tev, the Taina against the Baal Shem Tev, and he makes this small concession that the Taina, Hayetochen, uses the word Shor, says the Altarebbe, this I agree with. He shouldn't use the word Shor, they should have used the word Hislapsh. Okay?